Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Washdown. You have made it to episode 88. Michael, Michael what? Mike, Michael, Michael what? What the fuck is up? What is up? Is it Friday? Is it Friday? It's Friday, and it and I'm hotter than a rhino's ball sack. That's it right. Is, you're already here, folks. <laughs> it is hot. <laughs> you guys are hearing this on Monday or whatever day of the week. We're recording it on Friday crazy crazy i know it's been a busy busy week for you it's been a busy week for me i do feel as if a small part of myself has crumbled away and died like wet cake as a result of how this week has gone but we are here and i am doing what i daydream about that's talking about dicks and watches not necessarily in that order eh, in that order like we're 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 still in the beginning of summer right i don't i don't know I'm, I'm, i live in florida we're both from Florida. We <laughs> don't know how seasons work. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just know it's hot. It's hot all the time. Yeah, you I know? guess that's something I had to get used to here. Um, <laughs> like when the seasons actually happen, because I guess I've just ignored them my whole life. When I was in New York, I left <laughs> home when I was 19. I was I went to New York. That's the first time I ever saw snow. New York was the first time I ever saw seasons and like fall and shit like that. I remember the first fall when all the leaves started turning. I thought it was the end of the world. I like I I thought it was like the final scenes in like War of the Worlds, the remake with 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 Tom Cruise. It was <laughs> it was an apocalyptic scenario. But I was but I was the only, I was the only one that was worried. <laughs> Everyone else was like, oh yeah, it's fall. Let's play with the leaves. No, dude, <laughs> we got to hunker down and panic. Don't you guys know how to react in an emergency situation? You know. Oh man. But yeah, it's hot. That's the headline, guys. It's hot here in the states. I think I'm just not gonna. I'm, I think I'm just not gonna work in in the apartment anymore. I think I'm just gonna I was, go. It's like I was re- I don't know. really hoping you say you weren't just gonna work anymore. Yeah, I'm just stop doing that. Like an office space. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm pull out all the shelves in my refrigerator and just hide in there the whole day. Yeah, dude, go pull out all the shelves in your refrigerator, hide in the fetal position in there, wait four thousand years for someone to defrost you, and you'll be like the new like the new Neolithic man. Remember what, what's the ice guy's name? Thomas. Remember that guy. They thought him. They found him in like a mountain, like on if a mountain. I, it, so if I were to purposely freeze myself for several hundred years, what what watch should I freeze myself with? Oh, easily the Mako. <laughs> I think that just makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, right? that is a good one. Nice yeah, ice like, blue I, dial. Yeah, I feel like it would. I feel like it would accommodate a frozen fetal corpse very, very appropriately. Frozen fetal corpse is also a really good band name. Yeah. So if you guys have ever planned on freezing yourself, <laughs> to let us know what watch you, you plan on wearing. You can call in at 1-800. I fucking wish. I wish we had a number <laughs> of people can call in on. Maybe one day, right? Is yeah. it How hard is it to get like a, a TV like infomercial spot on like, I don't know, like local access tele? Maybe we can do that one day. I think we just have to show up. I, I, I think it just depends like what, like what, counties local access television we're talking about where you are it'd probably be pretty hard in like somewhere in the middle of the country the population of 35 people i imagine just to show up with like with like like a mcdonald's knives. just like yeah show, show up with knives mm, that's a that, that's a slippery slope 
You know what I mean? <laughs> It'll just take a second. But here, I'm very, very distracted. Very, very happy to be on air. But I want to do a proper um, uh, uh, you know, uh, overhead view of what this show is about. This is going to be a really, really cool one. This is a topic that I think we need to address because people get it confused with other things, with with some, with another topic, which also kind of... Um, that people you know, get emotional about. People get very emotional about. It's still real to me, damn it. You ever see the video? <laughs> you, yes. You, <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Oh, me too, sir. But yeah, so this episode we're talking about today is the idea, the psychology and the potentially very dis dis deceptive practices behind fake watches, overtly fake watches. Not an homage watch, not like my Squala Atmos... Um, Atmos 30, this is a fake watch, but not just a fake watch, a really well-made fake watch, right? Like, scary well-made. And also, the community that supports yeah. these uh, these watches. Talking, well, What I'm excited to talk about when we get through um, uh, some of these uh, housekeeping items is just the, there are pros and cons. I really do believe there's pros and cons um, with overtly fake, fake as hell, you know what I mean? Uh, watches um, because there's two different segments and one of them is the one that you just mentioned, you know, the idea of yeah. like people who support this, but they support it for a very specific reason. But, um, before we, before we get to that, we got to honor tradition. I was going to wear my Squally Atmos 30 cause it is an homage watch quote unquote, uh, for this episode, but <clears throat> I kept on what I put on this morning and, uh, I'm falling in love with it all over again, which I think is the greatest thing about having like a like variety in a watch collection, like falling in love again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm falling in love. Um, here, well, I, I, I'm talking way too much. We should honor tradition. We should do the wrist check. What are you wearing? You go first. I'm talking too much. I'm, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all hopped up on Friday evening and Jameson. <laughs> I, I saw, was it Jameson that you had with your um, with the mini, pizza bagels? mini bagel pizzas? <laughs> yep. It's that same one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm wearing a, uh, I'm wearing a CWC Royal Navy diver. And it's nice. fantastic for summertime. Um, I don't really want to worry about bracelets all that much when it's really hot, so it's cool. You can only wear this thing on a NATO or some kind of pass-through strap or something. Right. Um, so you, I have, So would you constitute that as a, as a vintage watch? You know, I was thinking about that the other day. This one's from 2002. I don't like feeling old, but is 2002 vintage? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Maybe I'm, not well, yet, right? So let's define. It, I'm, the reason I'm asking is because if I had a watch that I perceived as possibly being "quote unquote" vintage, I would be weary of wearing it when it was so hot outside, just because humidity and sweat and all that stuff. So I would classify something in this case as vintage, where if you feel like some of its protective safeguards and elements had deteriorated. So if you think you can't necessarily trust the water resistance, or if you think no. that the gaskets yeah, you, are all fucked. Yeah, you can't trust the gaskets on this. And actually, so the um, the problem with these <laughs> these divers, and a lot of people don't like this, the inner chapter ring is a very sort of shiny, glossy um, material. And I recently, okay. I ordered a replacement chapter ring directly from um, CWC, and I had it installed. <laughs> But the thing, and the watchmaker that did it for me, he was very nice. Um, but I think when he was putting the crystal back on, I think he cracked my gasket 
Oh like, my god. How? How do you crack a gasket? Well, the thing is it's it was a, probably a crummy dried up gasket from 2002. Oh shit. Okay. And, but he was very nice. He's like, "Hey, um yeah, so you may want to overhaul that soon because <laughs> the gaskets are kind of dry." And I was I didn't think much of it, but I was looking the other day and you know, you can kind of see the there's like a tiny little crack in the gasket, which is fine. I'm not I'm not going to jump in the water with this thing. I know it's it's an older watch and eventually I'll ask for an overhaul kit from from Silverman's. Okay. Um but otherwise it, it's a, it's just a really fun watch to wear um you know day to day summer when it's hot. It's once again it, I mean the Milsa like a 5517 is definitely my unattainable grail um so it's nice to have you know something related to that watch anyways christmas is coming up you never know you never know what your old friend kaz might find find somehow if you find a mill sub for tbws money you're like i don't know man you're like the next warren buffett if you can do that the reality is i'd probably have to kill everyone in my apartment building steal all their shit and then steal all the shit in the apartment building next to me and then sell it. And then maybe I can find one. Cause it's not about just buying. It's about finding one. I feel like, you know what I mean? That takes money, right? You have to like, I, I probably have to hire a broker and then kill no. them afterwards. Cause I can't pay them. No, I, I actually think there's one on Chrono 24 right now. Oh, son of a bitch. Chrono 24. It's, it <sighs> says inquire. Should we inquire? Want to inquire now? Should we, should we, <laughs> should you want to do inquire? it? You want to buy it? You want to get it? Let me know, let's, let's throw him an offer $37, which is exactly <laughs> what I have in my wallet right now. I don't even think that would cover shipping. <laughs> oh, man. So for $37 and two expired Houston's gift cards, we could make this happen. I got a whole bunch of Toys R Us money, dude. You know what's funny with this watch? It's hmm. Shipping is $70. I feel like for a milsub it should be a little higher, right? Yes, it's seventy dollars for what might be a two hundred thousand dollar watch. Is he just gonna stick it in like a box with like with like those egg cartons and just yeah, like you ship? Yeah, do that. It'll be fine. I just feel so odd about that. You know what I mean? <sighs> but for now, this CWC is <laughs> my favorite milsub. Um, they actually came out with new versions of the nineteen eighty one reissue recently. Uh, so when those came out, not only did people complain about the price, but they also complained about the loom. It was, it was like a vintage recreation loom. Right. We've talked about this patina, faux, faux tina. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very orange. Um, I thought it looked Mm. pretty cool, but some people didn't like it. So now you can buy the CWC Royal Navy Diver 1981 reissue for almost $3,000 if you want to uh but now you get to select from three different shades of loom color so you get like That's a right you get like a factory fresh loom one that is lightly has a has a light patina and then one that has the really dark almost orange patina so right 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 but i like mine i got it for under 1000 and the yours, last yours one, is super cool yeah yeah it's it's actually tritium so i'm keeping a close watch on the way the uh the tritium ages because i'm not i'm not even really into vintage watches but you know I th- something from 2002 it, it'd be cool to see how it um you know slowly slowly starts to age yeah yeah you threw you threw a shot of that thing up on the feed with on uh, on a lens uh 
Oh yeah, yeah. Not long ago. A few days ago. That thing was yeah. that thing was cool. That thing was killer, man. It's a it's a very very fun watch, and the the case shape is pretty awesome. Uh, apparently, like it's pretty recognizable to some you know watch geeks i guess um yeah. i met up with a listener today and i was wearing it and he's like hey is that the cwc like kind of immediately before we even got nice. to, got to talking about watches so um yeah still still really loving this one and i think um cwc and silverman's makes some really cool uh, british military watches that you can get for not that much do we have a write-up on the TBWS site for that watch? Or just for CWC, like that model line in general? I don't think so. You know, I, I've been hesitant to write about this one specifically. I almost want to test out a new one because, okay. unfortunately, this one, you can't buy it anymore. Um, this one is from 2002 with the Circle T and an actual tritium dial. Hmm. Um, so the new ones have Luminova dials and they have the L and if people are super geeky about military watches and they're getting into it, um, I don't know. It's apparently like a totally different watch <laughs> in okay. some ways. I hear that. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm curious to try out some of the, um, one of the quartz SBS reissues, which are the all black ones. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Those, those are pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's kind of. I mean, if you guys want to see a review, let us know. I'll do maybe, it. Maybe not necessarily view. Maybe some sort of like like uh, CWC in general buying guide. So sort of like I did with the Big Zero. So you want to buy a Big Zero? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really sad with this watch though. It's sad because, <clears throat> um, like I bought mine for under a thousand. Yeah, and I've been seeing them sell for like seventeen hundred lately. Damn. Um. The internet, the internet sucks. As someone that makes their <laughs> sole living off the internet, the internet sucks, dude. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If we had no digital contact with each other, I feel like life would be a lot simpler. Right? <laughs> if the world wasn't connected via magic or however the internet works, magic tubes, <laughs> I feel like things would be a lot simpler. But at the same time, uh, we, we, we also wouldn't have jobs. Uh, we probably would never no. have met. I would never have met my wife. I'd probably still be in like a cave somewhere beating bit bears to death with rocks. Although in re reality, the bear would be beating me to death with a rock. I mean, and we'd have to do the podcast through snail mail. <laughs> I don't know how that would work or how we would how publish can you, that. Can I, pod <laughs> can I mail someone my podcast? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, we're gonna find a way. We're gonna find a way. And we're gonna do it, guys. Because that's that's the kind. <laughs> that's what we owe you. You've come here to be entertained by us troubleshooting our 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 situation. And I think snail mailing the podcast is the next big hurdle, right? It would take a year, one year for them to listen to one episode. But just think of the anticipation. I mean, just like auditory blue walls. Like, dude, the anticipation is killing me. What's the next sentence? Like, what's the what's 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 Kaz's comeback? <laughs> <laughs> take you four months to find out but yeah dude that thing is super 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 cool it's um it's always interesting to see how prices change it's just you you think you have a handle on it but then you just never know that's why i've just stopped trying to understand like with you like, like with a lot of the, a lot of the russian pieces prices are going up not like an insane an insane amount but relative to what some of them price so if a watch was 40 bucks a year ago now it's 60 bucks i mean 60 bucks is like still not quote unquote a lot of money for a watch but relative to forty dollars it's a 
It's a substantial yeah. jump. It's like a 50% jump, I think. I'm not good at math. You know what I mean? So, But it's just, I, I, I've just given up trying to understand how the market works. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think it would uh, happen with this watch. I, when I had the Smiths, I knew those were kind of climbing. But, I, you know, in my head, I was like, okay, that's like, uh, you know, it's like the last true British watch. I, I, I almost expected it to, to go up. Um, but I, I didn't think it would happen with these um, these CWC divers. But I still can't cool. believe that watch is gone. The Smiths? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I just... <laughs> Next song. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Good stuff, though. I'm glad you're wearing that. Is um, should I go? Yeah, go for it. Cool, cool, cool. I am wearing the very cool, very near and dear to my heart, Vostok Cadet. Tiny, tiny watch, Vostok Cadet. Really, really kind of interesting history with with, with um, modern Russian watch collecting. For a long time, people thought. I guess some people still do think that these were originally designed. Um, as a ladies' watches, like Vostok's answer to ladies' watches, but that's just that's not the case, you know. Um, probably one of the stronger learning tools that we have um, in Russian watch collecting is just interpreting um, visual ads, you know. So, mm, like, you know, okay. Vostok made an ad for this watch. Like, what can we interpret from this ad for this watch's purpose? Blah blah blah, that kind of stuff. And so, um, ads started surfacing with the Vostok Cadet. And like men, it was a unisex watch. They're like skiing with it and they're like water skiing and they're like making cheese and like they're doing all this athletic shit. You know what I mean? And it's it's basically the idea of the, the, the Vostok Cadet is sort of the Vostok Amphibia in a much smaller package. You know, still has the robustness, still has this this wobbly ass crown to protect the, the movement. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. It's just a much smaller package. So it was that idea, I think, of... Um, so like a 34? Yeah, let me find my calipers. You have calipers yet? <laughs> I'll lend you mine. Hold on. <laughs> no, I don't have calipers. It's so fucking annoying. I'm going to buy you a mil sub and I'm going to buy you calipers for Christmas. <laughs> it's, th it's 34. It's 34 millimeters. My favorite part's this crown. This crown is like Orion watch size crown. It's the nice. seven millimeters. It's a good size. Yeah, dude, it's really, really cool. I love this watch so much. Uh, give it to me by by one Orion is a is a good unit of measurement <laughs> for for a watch crown. You know, he's he's got that he's got that really wonderful crown he keeps on those. Um, then it keeps yeah. on. I think across the product line, the Orion one had it. Feel standard had it, and I'm pretty sure the Calamity had it, right? Or yep. has it? Yep. Yeah, it dude, does. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, that this crown reminds me very strongly of that crown. But yeah, 34 millimeters tiny really really wonderful um it has this bezel this bi-directional bezel which is essentially useless it's impossible to grip it's mm. like trying to pick a penny off of a off of a off of like a diner table you know what i mean it's just unless you have like fingernails or unless you have the ingenuity to just drag the quarter or penny off the side of the table and then catch it you're not going to turn this bezel it just doesn't it just doesn't work that way, so. <clears throat> right but yeah i was gifted this by a user Love it very much, you know, got it on a NATO and it's, yeah, I haven't worn it in a while and uh, I threw it on today. I threw it on today, so this is also why I was asking you um, if you consider your CWC vintage, this is obviously a vintage watch, this is, this is probably from the 80s, uh, mm -hmm. my Vostok Cadet and um, I have been avoiding wearing my vintage watches because from coming inside my apartment, from going, from, from, from leaving my apartment where it's cold to going outside where it's basically like crematoria from the Chronicles of Riddick, like that transition causes that moisture buildup. And I just feel really uncomfortable going out like with a vintage watch and having potential moisture buildup on my vintage watch. If it happens on my, 
I've done I've been wearing my sumo a lot. I've been wearing my Christmas chrono a lot. I've been wearing the um, Blue Lagoon Samurai a lot. All those things I I completely have faith in the water resistance, moisture resistance. But the vintage watch is not so much. But this morning I don't know I just had this like really weird feeling. My brain was just like, hey man, it'll be okay. Just wear the wear, just wear the Vostok cadet. And I'm like, mm, I swear to God, if this is like if this is Barabbas sending me like psychic. Like telepathic uh, 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 inclinations to ruin my watch collection, I'd be very, very annoyed. But no, I wore this thing out and it was fine. It, it, I don't know why, for some reason, it didn't build any condensation. I don't know. Good. So probably just luck of the draw on that one. But yeah, like this watch a lot. Want to put it on the feed more, you know? Yeah, and you know, thirty-four isn't even that small. I don't know. No, it's not. But when I but when I was wearing my 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 sumo for a while, and then when I put this on, the um, the experience of going from such from a watch of that size at the sumo to this watch, it made this watch feel very small. But like as soon as you get through that transition period, like walking from like a dark room to a light room, once your eyes adjust, once your perspective adjusts, thirty four millimeters is <clears throat> spot spot on. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was wearing this CWC. Um, through the early part of the week and then yesterday i wore the i actually still have it here the little seiko snk 809 the black one nice, nice and that nice. one that one's not even 36 this one's bigger than than my glycine and i was like huh this feels a little small but it's okay there <laughs> there is a transitional period you gotta yeah. get used to I feel like that's normal you know yeah. at this point but yeah no i'm wearing it super digging it um want to try and cycle through wearing you know more watches more often but um but yeah, really, really happy to just have this in the wrist again. Um, I did want to use this as a segue to talking about some of these housekeeping items. Are you cool to move on? Yeah, I'm excited about what you're going to talk about. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so yeah, I, was, I think it's really cool that I'm wearing this watch also because um, this will be the, the first time I talk about this on air. I've started a new, you know, Michael and I have started a new segment for the website. Um, it's a recurring segment. I, I honestly want to do it every week, which is think possible um it's called soviet watch ebay listings roundup incredibly unsexy but <laughs> i couldn't think of a better name soviet watch ebay listing roundup um the idea behind the segment is that every week i'll go through ebay i'll choose a series of listings um you know three four five whatever it ends up being and I'll write about them. I'll write what works with them, you know, like what's fake, what's not fake, whether something's completely real, whether something's completely fake. And it's just the idea that I wanted to put into practice, like a lot of like the random little tidbits of information that'll just come out on the show. Like, oh, if you're looking for XYZ or Soviet watch, you have to make sure you, you buy it from someone in like Kyrgyzstan. It's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's interesting. But like, I wanted to make sure, I, I want to actually have that stuff be like, valuable for you guys. I wanted to actually... Um, have substance and meaning for you and i'm like okay how can i do that like without getting every single one of you on the phone you know what i mean because i just that just seems <laughs> that just seems impractical that's the same that seems as practical as snail mailing our podcast right yeah hashtag snail mail podcast <clears throat> it's not a podcast about snail mailing it's a podcast that is snail mail <laughs> greatest show on earth folks um, and so I thought it would make sense for me to basically just create this reoccurring seg uh, seg segment um, where I just pick these listings and I just do that. I say what works, what doesn't work. I think it's really, really cool. Right now, <clears throat> the first one is up there, Soviet, Soviet Watch eBay listings right up number one. Uh, three watches I chose are actually pretty, pretty cool. Um, there's a Kurovsky Crab. Kurovsky is probably, 
one of the lesser known Soviet watch brands, probably because they, <laughs> it's not really even a brand, the dial designation. And the dial designation faded out of existence during the Soviet Union. So you like usually, you know, a lot of these brands died after the fall, 91, 92. This one technically quote unquote died like in the 60s when Poljot became popular, when first Moscow watch factory turned into Poljot, the Kirovsky dial sort of faded out. So for about 10 years or so, Kirovsky was putting out some really fun like dress watches, but with interesting, that's still sort of like interesting USSR um, flair. So <clears throat> the first piece to talk about on there is a Kirovsky crab. That's what it's actually been called. That's the name it's been given. In I really Russian like watch that community. it's the crab. It's, it's this incredibly unsexy, right? There's like, there's not even like a cool factor. Hey, what are you like wearing? That, that's a crab. That's a crab. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, um, it's not like the Seiko, like tuna. Cause that still has like, you know, ironic, cool factor. It's the crab, dude. <laughs> because I feel like it's trying to sound menacing. Oh, it's the crab dog. You know, well, the but, tuna um, doesn't look like a, like a tuna. This looks like, a, kinda, it looks, it looks this like, is a little crabby. <laughs> This, this watch it is actually thought, a little crabby i thought it looked it looked eerily like a head crab from head uh, for head love half-life 2 for any of you all that play, uh, when you're like, in the ravenholm area those head crab they look like they look like decapitated 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 mm, what's that word when somebody doesn't have a head decapitated decapitated <laughs> decapitated my god michael god in heaven decapitated ha there i want my, i want my neighbors to just hear me screaming the word decapitated Cops ring my doorbell, I answer it, yelling decapitated, smelling of whiskey and Cheez-Its. Oh, God damn it. But yeah, so um it looks like a it looks like a head crab from Half Half-Life 2, but the the case, it's called the crab because the case it looks like a crab. <laughs> there's no yeah. there's no getting her. It looks it looks like it looks like a little scuttling crab. Um the second piece I talked about was one of the very cool pieces we talked about on the show a lot. Um the Vostok uh, Kamenderski Zakazes. Those uh Zakaz models were models that were Specifically designated and sold to members of the USSR, USSR Ministry of Defense um, through these like special stores. They sold to Ministry of Defense members and like their family. And so anytime you see an authentic, you know, Zakaz model, it'll say, you know, um, MO3AKA3. So that's like the Cyrillic for Zakaz. It'll say that as the dial designation. Like that's something that was probably purchased by a, a member or family member of the. USSR Ministry of Defense or Defense Ministry, and it's somehow made its way online. Um, they get frankened a lot because um, the Zakaz dials are pretty sought after, but I found a pretty cool model on eBay, and uh, I threw it up here, wrote about it. Um, really fun. The third model I talked about uh, is a Raketa Big Zero. Very fake one. <laughs> incredibly fake. Like, <laughs> like, like, like cringeworthy Hugh Grant fake. Like, oh, dude, I can't even do it. Like, just stay a full sentence without stuttering. I kind of feel sentence. like I kind of feel like it was fake to the point where, <clears throat> as I was scrolling down, I immediately looked at it and I was like, "Huh, I don't think Kaz likes this." <laughs> and then I, and then I started reading the paragraph. It's like, "Oh, this thing is fake as hell." I was like, "Oh, okay." It's fake. It's fake as hell. But it's funny because if you don't, if you hadn't seen, if you if you didn't if you hadn't seen as many big zeros as 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 I have, and you were just scrolling through and you saw that, it looks like a big zero. It's really clean. The price is right, technically. 57, I think it's 57 USD. You know what I mean? But if you really look down and if you do a proper side-by-side -side comparison, it's incredibly fake. It's like the only real things on that watch um, were the hands and the movement. Hands mm -hmm. probably came from a big zero. The movement the, the movement is the Raketa 2609 caliber, 
which was which was basically, as far as I'm concerned, the venereal disease of Raketa because it's in everything. It's the the movement is in so many goddamn Raketas. It's mm. not even funny. You know what I mean? So that you know, I, who knows where they got? They they, they could have got it from one of those fake ass, not fake ass, but the you know, Raketa quote unquote perpetual calendar that mm. ends in 2002. <clears throat> not very perpetual, but yeah. So those three watches, the Kurovsky Crab, really, really uh, one of my new sort of ussr grail acquisitions is one of the versions of the kirovsky crab mike knows which one you like um, a it's like a blue one right it's blue it's a yeah. gorgeous it's almost like a like a fender like seafoam uh, uh like greenish blue yeah um, some folks have called it the kirovsky shark because with the blue and with the way that the inner chapter ring looks like it looks like like teeth like shark teeth coming up from the from the water you know what cool I mean? nice so kirovsky shark is another nickname for that model specifically um, so yeah, Kioski Crab talked about this um, Commandersky Zakaz model, Vostok Commandersky Zakaz, and this this faker, faker than hell, Raketa Big Zero. Um, really fun to put together. Really looking forward to doing the next one. The next one, I think I told Michael, I think I told you off air. I think tentatively I'm working on something like, um, you know, Soviet eBay watch listings, run up number two, a tale of three fake Vostoks. You know what I mean? Yep. Like just, just pick yeah. three, three fake ass Vostoks. <laughs> and just talk about those but um in the interest of disclosure i do want to let people know that uh this uh, i these listing these these e ebay listing roundups they contain so if you guys remember we were talking about the amazon affiliate links these one contain these ones contain affiliate links for ebay and it's super super similar if you make an ebay purchase like going through that link you know we get a commission um like a finder's fee, you know what I mean? Um, you don't even have to necessarily have to buy what the link is for. Each link that is one of those, though, I just because I want to make sure I, I want to make sure everyone like is aware because I don't want people to feel like we're being weird. Each one has like an asterisk, and the asterisk, asterisk, aster, mm, the thing that they that the, the thing looks like a cat's colon. The thing, the, the star, the star, yeah. the star. Okay, yeah, the star. <laughs> oh my God, it's like it's a family show, Michael. It's a family show. Come on, oh, the star, the. the Sorry, I've seen way too many cat assholes in my time. Like, I wake up to one every single morning or my frame of reference for, like, visual cues like that, it's very small. It's very small, you know? Yeah. The star, the asterisk, asterisk, um, it corresponds to copy, uh, to text to text in the footer that explains, you know, the eBay affiliate links, the Amazon affiliate links. So just letting everyone know, if you see that asterisk, that's what it's for. Scroll to the footer. It'll explain what it is. If you have any questions about that or anything like that, totally let me know what's up. You can email us and I'm happy to clear anything up. But um, yeah, really excited to keep doing those uh, eBay listing roundups. Also, in case uh, no one saw, I did a an interesting write-up on these two new Mido pieces that went up. Uh, the added to the Ocean Star line. Really cool green dial, really cool blue dial, but it's it's deceptive because you see them and you think they're bronze. You know what I mean? They're not? They're not, they're not bronze. No, they're not bronze. They're they're They're... they're Pink gold PVD. Yeah. In certain, I know. Uh, in certain photos, in I certain mean that photos, might be more attractive in some, in some the, ways, right? The problem is it this in certain photos it looks bron uh, bronze, but in certain other photos it looks rose gold. I, mm. I'm that I'm not on board with. Like I I think rose gold is interesting. I um particularly some of the Orient Bambinos come in rose gold, and I think they're fantastic. With this watch, it would have been so good if it was in. Um, in bronze but hmm. still, still interesting worth checking out you know always happy to kind of put interesting news up there that you know uh, you won't really see on other websites and so i saw that press release come into our uh, our mailbox our snail mailbox mito still uses snail mail so maybe they'll hmm. listen to our snail mail podcast 
and uh, I thought, you know what? Let's let's throw uh, throw this writing up on the um, this write up on the on the website. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Oh, and also, um, just to do another call out to the Facebook group, the Two Book Watch Snobs Facebook group, in which you can join. You have to request membership, and then there's a question to make sure you're a human being. I mean, basically, everyone gets approved unless you don't answer the question, or unless I already know who you are. You know what I mean? Uh, growing, it's really, really cool. There was a poll in there to figure out the next watch we use for our community review. Um, just to call out to the community review that Greg Bedrosian had written on twobookwatchknobs.com for the Casio A168WA. Really, really cool. Um, I think so far the watch that's going to end up being chosen for the next community uh, review is the, uh, you know, funnily enough, an Orient Bambino. The choices were Orient Bambino, Timex Weekender Chronograph, and Seiko SNK. And it looks like the Bambino's going to win. So pretty cool. Looking forward to that. Sweet deal. Yeah, man. But I think uh, that's it for site news for me. Do you have anything else? No. Should we talk about some fake-ass watches? Let's talk about some fake-ass, really high quality. I think that's the most I think that's the most disconcerting part. You know what I mean? The quality of these fakes is incredible. Like I, yeah. I was, we, we talked about this a couple of days ago. I did not know this. This is a world I'm just getting acquainted with now because I've seen fake watches that, that are basically made of like refused tinfoil and they just, they just feel really bad. They look really bad. You, you can tell, you know, blah, blah, blah. But this is a segmentation of fake ass watches, which are incredible, like scarily incredible, like yeah. quality wise. Yeah. You know? Kind of what, what prompted me to bring this up. I was just, you know. Might wake up in the morning and make some coffee and you right. know, turn on YouTube. And I, I found a video, and we've talked about this channel before, which is borderline pornographic. And Pornhub? it's. <laughs> it's is Pornhub have a YouTube channel? This, Sorry. Th this channel this channel is like the Pornhub of watch content on YouTube. <laughs> um, but it's Watch Finder in the UK. Oh, <laughs> we, nice. talked, we talked oh, about yeah. them once. And they had a really, really good video where mm -hmm. I think he's comparing two of the newer ceramic subs and okay. one is one is a really, really good fake. And and I was I was watching all the detail and you know, you really have to get in there, you really have to <clears throat> excuse me, you know, use a jeweler's loop and see everything up close. It didn't I feel like it didn't used to always be like that. You know, you can if you had two different pieces in your hands you could probably just look at the differences with with a naked eye and and yeah. you'd be able to tell but these days i mean so what blew me away was the fact that these manufacturers are now doing stuff like the laser etched rolex crown at six o'clock yep. on the crystal which for the longest time they were rolex was so proud of that it's like <laughs> it, it was a game changer for their authentication and like now, like no, it's it can be faked like crazy. Now every single Rolex that goes out will have a, a small DNA blood smear on the back of the case back from from a specific specific farmer who helped make those hands. No, That's no. The, only... the watchmaker no? is killed after each watch. Oh, excellent! That... <laughs> the, the the full Bond villain. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm all I'm all on board, Mister 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 Romex, Mister Romex the fourth. I'm on board. All right, put that out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. But apparently, you know, 
apparently they're they're you know laser etching those crowns and you know you can you can see that crown on the sapphire crystal with the naked eye and, and you it's really nice when you look at one up close with a with a jeweler's loop but um yeah if you look at these fake ones you know from far away it's like ah oh, this is this is a a genuine rolex but if you look up close the crown it kind of looks like garbage and we'll we'll post a video it's actually a very very useful video um if you have ever been curious about what it takes to uh tell the difference between a fake rolex and a real one um it's it's very valuable you know one of the older ways was the cyclops crystal yep you know uh, all of them are supposed to have i think three and a half times magnification and if it doesn't it's a fake and then not long ago, Rolex put out a statement, you know, saying that there can be some inconsistencies and that shouldn't be used as a benchmark for <clears throat> telling the, the difference between a fake um, model and a real one. Right. So My, this this is what prompted the discussion and yeah, and um, slowly finding these weird communities in the underbelly of the watch world. <laughs> yeah, who who are who are are? I think there's there's two segments of the those communities. Of that, two two communities. So it's the ones who basically, you know, watch modding, right? Or am I, am I misinterpreting? You're totally right. It's watch modding, but they take pride in modding a fake watch to the point where it appears as authentic as possible. And the kicker is the fact that they can often spend thousands on the hobby. <laughs> that they could have spent on just buying the watch. Right, or a nice like, watch, or a nice watch. But maybe it's like maybe it's like like you know hot rodding communities. Like it's the idea of it's not me spending money on this item. It's me spending money on this experience. Like that was sort of my reading and my impression. I, I think what's what's also just before we really get into what's worth like noting is these high quality fakes. Um, I think it's just it's just the inevitable reality of 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 manufacturing practices specifically in asia which is where i think a lot of these fakes are coming from yeah i think it's where a lot of these i'm looking at i'm looking at one of these websites right now um manufacturing practices over there have just gotten so good you know what I mean? and you can almost blame the micro brand industry for like supporting that demand and then technically the larger switch watch swiss watch brand industry so just you know it's just the inevitable sort of consequence but i think oh dog dog's got opinions Dog is really upset about these things. Did, did dog buy a fake Rolex too? <laughs> she was not informed. <laughs> <laughs> you should, she should have asked for boxing papers. But, you know, I, 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 it's the inevitable consequence of like manufacturing practices getting stronger. But I mean, there's always been that sort of game of catch up. So I'm interested to see what specifically Rolex, because that's what I'm looking at right now, and that's what we're talking about, what they do to, like, up the authentication game. Maybe maybe they blow the brains out of every watch tech that finishes the watch. I mean, who knows? You, you, you run out of workers pretty goddamn quick if you shot one after every time you finish. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't kill them, you just shoot them in the leg. But that does, what, what does that do for authentication? They'd have to bleed on the watch, right? Uh, I, you know, I really don't... The, for, for a while, the, the laser etched crown was, was it. I, that was, I was it. I was really impressed by that, you know? Yeah, dude. But, but now even... Um, some of these manufacturers are <clears throat> in some way acquiring, you know, schematics and blueprints for uh, authentic Swiss machinery. So it goes beyond faking watches. They're even faking the machines that are 
at some of these Swiss companies. I was going to ask you this. I was looking at one of these websites and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, it's funny. I'm not sure if we should even say the website on here. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of guys know who it, like know the website is, but like I was, I had like a weird, like moral conundrum before we jumped on air. Like, like, do I want to give these watches like these websites publicity? You know what I'm saying? Because so, so here, here's the thing also guys, when we say fake watches, we mean like deceptively fake watches. Like that has the stupid crown on there. It says Swiss made. And in yeah. some cases I, I was going to ask you, and they'll, they'll even have serial numbers like yeah. fake ass serial numbers. And I was going to ask you about this. One of these websites was saying that in their watches, they use the Rolex 3135 movement. Or did you know what I'm talking about? That movement, 3135? Yeah, the 3135 is an incredible movement. It's in the Submariner date. And do you, do you think they're actually using those movements or do you think they're lying? No, they use what is essentially an. <laughs> this is hilarious. So. If you think about a high-end fake, okay, you think to yourself, "Oh, it probably has." So the highest, the highest of the high-end fakes in your mind would use something like an ETA movement, correct? Correct. These are clones of ETAs. <laughs> so there's such there's such cheap asses where they want to build a high-end fake, where they can't even give you at least a Swiss movement. It's a copy of a generic movement. And then uh, one of one of the classic visual traits of a 3135 um, are some of the red gears that you see when yeah. you move the rotor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll paint those, um, you know, just to give it the look. So they're lying because they, yeah. they, they say Swiss Rolex 3135 movement and like, I'm like, no. no way. Like maybe, maybe they like they like hijacked the truck Fast and Furious style and stole all the movements or whatever. <laughs> and then because I was looking at a picture of the watch on the website that purported to have the 3135, and then I looked at an actual picture of one and like so I, I'm 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 on Rolex train. I'm a Rolex noob and I'm looking at them side by side and I'm like, fuck, they look they look the same to me. Like and that's why I was just curious. So this is the big issue also. It's not just fake watches and like everyone knows, you know, blah blah blah. It's it's deceitful. They're lying. That's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so heavy, dude. Um, you know, you can tell in some ways with some of the markings on the actual movement. Sometimes the the font that has the thirty one thirty five will be a little weird. Will be a little okay. smaller than the actual one. And um, dude, we haven't even gotten to the case and the dial yet. But at at this point already, I. <sighs> If I had any doubt, I would just ask to see the movement. And for me, the only indicator um, between a fake one and, and an authentic one is seeing that blue parachrome hairspray. Oh, shit. You're right. Interesting. But how long till how long do they figure out how to paint that shit or something or do something to make it blue? I don't know. You just, you just spray paint it. We hit it with some Krylon. Whatever, dude. I'm not a watchmaker. Can I spray paint a hairspring? <laughs> I don't they're know already they're all these guys are already lying to us about a huge part of the watch you know what i mean but i i i just just talking about cases i'm looking at this rolex right now what am i looking at? i'm looking at this fake ass rolex um gmt master 2 116710 ln black Star. i don't know what the fuck okay i i, I don't know anything about rolex just a regular um, black one yeah okay well, it's got a gmt hand it looks yeah like. okay oh yeah that's right Blah. Um, it even has like stampings on the case. It has like the Rolex stampings on the case. Oh yeah, yeah. So you mean between the lugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, so, so that for a while, that for a while, you know, was, was another good sign of an authentic watch. Um, but so now the fakes will also have those um, case back markings. But if you zoom in really close, you can see that the markings were made with a different type of tool. Uh, okay. on on the actual on the actual Rolex the engraving is much more consistent where on the fake it almost looks like it was done with a bunch of tiny uh, circles I don't, it's hard to explain but it, it's essentially just a different tool okay um but you really have to it, it's you got to get in there yeah it's serious magnification you know? I <laughs> love probably, this... probably not a loop that you can buy off off Amazon you know I love the I love the copy he, or the text he's got here for the strap strap stainless steel bracelet with perfect SEL clasp and smooth screws parentheticals the best Rolex bracelet ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh 438 USD. I think it, think about think about think about the applications where this this brilliant engineering mind could be used. Cold you know. fusion, <laughs> right? Right, they can knock out cold fusion, universal hunger. Like, why don't you uh, do something good for humanity instead of faking Rolexes to to the exact details? There's no money in good. There's no money in doing good, Michael. We do a free podcast and we're poor. I That's know. the lesson the world's taught me. All right, we should become dictators. <laughs> This needs to be where the money is, you know. <laughs> it's cr- crime, regardless of what all my my adult heroes told me when I was a kid. Crime pays, man. Crime it apparently really pays does. dividends. It really does. I'm in. Right? I'm in this weird phase in my life now where I I, I rewatched Game of Thrones <clears throat> not long okay. ago, and, and there are some absolutely just terrible villains in that series. Mm. And I, I I sat down with my wife and I was like, honey, I love these villains. I really just, they are to me the most incredible characters. And, you know, even even something like Emperor's New Groove, which I can watch once, once a month. Okay. I, love, I, I love Yzma, man. She's yeah. a fantastic villain. <laughs> we should just be villains. I don't know. We just be, it seems to be, it seems to just be where the path is taking us. We should be, we should be orological villains. We should be like the Hamburglers of the watch world. I'm not necessarily <laughs> sure what that constitutes. <laughs> But I think we should figure out some way of making it happen. But um, I'm looking at these watches now. You wanted to talk about the dial. You know what's funny? Since we've been talking and since I've been staring at this thing for so long, I'm looking at the dial text on this watch in particular. It doesn't look very crisp, but that's just because I'm staring at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So believe it or not, the dial, the dial now these days, at least with the fakes of the new ceramic Rolex models, Mm-hmm. The dial is probably the one area where you can see the most glaring differences. Okay. Um, and if you look at the edges of the hands, for example, they might be a little more coarse. Um, you know, the loom might seem a little porous at times on the fake one. Uh, what does this thing even have for loom? Sorry. A weird, a weird shade of white in some cases. Um, the, the shape of some of the hour markers might be a little off. Uh, they're, they're more rounded on the authentic model where, where these fakes might have a weird shape to them. But once again, you have for all of these, um, comparisons, you have to get really close. Um, you can only get so close when looking at these pictures online. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, imagine somebody trying to buy something online, you know, Chrono 24 or Watch Recon or something. That's like the dark side of this because these look so, so good. Someone could, I mean, theoretically just buy it for 600, 1400 bucks, <clears throat> go and then sell it as if, sell it at like a quote unquote good price for the authentic, like sans box and papers. Like, oh, I got this watch as a gift, blah, blah, blah. Then my spouse left me. I don't have box and papers, but I'm willing to let it go for 1900 If the watch normally retails for like 4000 bucks. And they only paid six hundred bucks for it, and they sell it for nineteen hundred. They're still in the green. You know what I mean? I mean that's yeah. like a very that's, that's that's like a very nefarious situation. But it's one of those things where like I properly understood when you're dealing with very expensive watches, the value of a box and papers or receipts or 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 or, or credentials of some of a pedigree of some kind, or dealing with the watch broker who you who you trust. Although if I recall, that didn't work for John Mayer. You remember that? He had some kind of issue where I, I don't think they were it, like the spring bar wasn't authentic and he lost his mind. It was something it was weird like that, right? Yeah. But at the same time, he's a guy whose net worth is made up of something like, I think 25% of his net worth is watches, which is fiscally insanely irresponsible. Cut me and I bleed watches. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, that's that's what the passion is, I suppose. But yeah, he had he had some kind of issue where, you know, I, I think at times it was movement components. Um that's what it was. That's what it was. Yep. But yeah, I mean, so it just it for, for me it just really drove home the value or the, the 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 importance of buying something with pedigree, papers, receipts, anything. A picture of you shaking the guy's hand as you bought it from like something that's like shows it's a real watch. <laughs> like cause he cause no, because the thing is, like, these look really... Because I didn't... Because you were telling me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they look okay. These look really fucking good. Like, I was looking specifically at another website, and they had fake Panerais on there, which are apparently very easy to fake because uh, there's just not a lot going on. And there's no precious metals and none of that stuff. And, like, they looked incredible, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that Parnas <clears throat> I used to have back in the dark days of my early collecting... <laughs> You could just swap out the the only difference was the the damn dial. Yeah, and, I mean the strap was a little crummy, but you know, Panerai fans are always swapping those anyway. I um, believe they're called Paneristi. Mm, Paner, <laughs> Paneristi, right? Is it Paneristis? Paneristis. I can't I can't say Paneristi or Panera. I think of Panera Bread, which is like a chain, like a fast, like a like a pseudo fast food chain here in the states. I can't say any of those words without, I don't know, almost bursting into laughter. I think. Panerisi is a pretty ridiculous name. Oh man, they got they got fake uh, they got fake Explorer ones on here. Yo, dog, look at this. <laughs> a Asian two eight two four Swiss Etta two eight two four. It says Three. Asian two eight two four. Yeah, it's probably what is the that? it's probably the DG um twenty six whatever the hell it is. You know. Okay. That's that's my suspicion. Um, that or someone making movements out of cereal boxes. I really don't. I really don't know. Um, but the Asian 2824, it's $348 USD. And the Swiss Eta 2824, it's 508 USD. How are they getting the Swiss Eta movements? Because because doesn't Eta control, like, I guess, well, I guess they can just buy from whoever, whatever retailer they want or, or distributor they want, right? They don't care. Who knows? But you know, you know what really gets me upset too? So I'm on YouTube now yeah. and I'm, I just typed in fake Rolex into the search so I could look for this video that I brought up. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. But kind of after that video, you see a ton of clickbaity titles 
with clickbaity thumbnails and it's you know why wear fake rolexes you can tell that there are affiliate links already in the description <laughs> um you know watch what happens when i wear a fake rolex to the rolex store you know why why fake rolexes are better you know can you really tell interesting pranking you know dealers with a fake rolex uh, just that's horrible right it's just like uh, why would you roll up in a rolex boutique with the specific purpose of fucking with someone's day because you get because i mean like i mean like 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 listen being a no delusion i'm not like i i will know i will never have the experience of walking into a boutique and like buying a rolex and like we make jokes all the time like we make the whole bond villain joke and everything like that but those are like those are jokes but if you like take time out of your day to walk into a boutique with a fake watch for the sole purpose of fucking with someone's day with a gopro and putting it up on youtube and having like affiliate links up on your ma page. making money yeah that's, just fucked up, <laughs> dude. that's that's just that's wrong that's fucking with someone that's not making fun of yourself in conjunction with someone else which is like the the crux of my humor all of my humor is at my own expense that's how i like it all right you know this, what's what's interesting also hmm. my um so my brother-in-law he works in finance Right. And he spent a couple years in New York working at some of the big banks. And, you know, he's a young guy. He's got a great head on his shoulders. And, dude, every decision that guy makes about money is so carefully thought out. Um, yeah. And that that's just the way his brain is wired. And that's that's the way it is for that profession. And um, I think it was maybe a couple of years ago. Oh, shit. Sorry, punch my mic. You're, okay. you're, st you're still there. You're I'm so still mad. Here. You're so mad at these. I'm so mad. Get out of here. Sorry. So I think it was a couple of years ago where, you know, he his once again, his brain is tuned to to seek out value, um, you know, financial value. And he he said, you know, with some of these with some of these fake Rolexes, um, I just don't see the point in buying mm. a new one. When when you can achieve so much I guess achieve so much of the wearing experience with a fake one. Why would you pay a full price on a real one? Because he right. started, you know, he started working at the big banks. And I think, I think when you work in finance and you're starting out and you start working at some of these places, some of the guys you're working with are rocking Nautiluses and APs. They're, hang, and <laughs> they're hanging watchdog. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you start, yeah. you start to realize it. Um, and I think, I think even somebody told him like, Hey man, get a watch or whatever. I, I'd have to ask him, but it's funny, you know, that was almost two years ago, but now he's, he's kind of asking me advice on, on, um, ways to find really good older Rolexes. It's a complicated question because it also, in my opinion, draws to something that I, I, I just think about personally a lot, like what, yeah. How much value does a brand actually have? Does the brand imbue a product with something that's more than the sum of its parts? You know what I mean? Because if these if these fakes get so good to the point where, quote unquote, quality wise, it's the same as Rolex. If you were to buy a Rolex, you know you're paying more. I guess just because they, because you know people that Rolex paid made it. Like 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 do, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like what is the actual value of it being? "Quote unquote authentic." I'm not saying this like 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 as a two or four thing. It's just like I think the 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 this the choice that people struggle with when they have that conversation in their head and with an individual like your like 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 like, like your bro-in-law did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, 
I don't know. I think it says something about <laughs> these individuals. I hate to sound like an asshole, but I, I think it just says something about the the individuals in this community that are, you know, supporting this kind of fuckery. Um, well, there's it's it's those guys like those 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 knob jobs who like like say fake ones are better and they roll up in boutiques and they fuck with people's days. There's those guys, and then there's the modders. The, I, I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a bit more open to just, I, well, well, no, well, it depends. Are they, are people modding watches to the point where they look so real that they try to pass them off as real, or is it sort of like, look at my watch project, look how cool this is? You, you know what I'm saying? Because yes. I feel like there are forums, and you know what? I don't want to share these sites. I'm mad already. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I didn't do it, man. Let's not. I think it's. I think it's. It's the smarter thing to, to not share. You can you can talk to us about this in DMs, but yeah, there there are websites where I mean, you know, we can go on Watch You Seek and argue about the difference between an underline dial and a Bart Simpson dial, and you can you know, or or the difference the the difference between this Seiko and that Seiko, and it, you know, it's it's a regular I don't know community, but these these people are just deliberately scheming ways to. To falsify, you know. See, that's these, all. These if, if if it's being done, that's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. Awful. It's a lot of effort to be, I mean, deceitful. I because I thought originally they were just like, oh, look how cool this is. I'm just gonna wear it for myself. But if it's the idea that I'm gonna mod this to the point where I can pass it off to other folk as something authentic, that's just I don't know. It's odd. It's 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 psychologically it's very strange because the sweat equity you put in, in addition to the financial equity you put in. Get in the cab, go to the Rolex store next to Kmart, and you know, just buy the watch. You know, what I, mean? I I don't think I don't even think Kmart exists anymore. You, you know, you, you know what I'm saying. So why why put forth all the effort? Do you think it's like? Do you think internally within the community it's like bragging rights? I don't know. And, and you know, one thing that I think about also sometimes they try to pass off these arguments, you know, saying, well, you know what, I'd rather be smart with my money. And I'm not going to spend X amount on this watch. I'm going to buy a fake one. You're stupid if you spend this much money on on this watch. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think I think there's value in in having an authentic buying experience. And I'll, that's a good I'll, point. It goes a long way. I'll reference I'll reference another video, and we've mentioned this one on the show before. I, I'm not really into antiques roadshow, but you remember the one with the dude with the GMT master? So wholesome. It's, it's so fantastic. I want to cry every time I see it. I right. Mean, we can, we can argue about how authentic those <laughs> shows are later, but whatever it's, it's, it's a great video. And the dude, so I, I watched that video again, not long ago. And, and I don't think I noticed this the first time, but he talks about how much he spent and how much his pay was in the military yeah. and how how common it was for guys in Europe at the time that were serving the armed forces to to bring a Rolex back home. Mm. And he he brought one back for his dad as well. And I guess in total, he spent more than two months of his pay. It was something like that. Yeah. Two months of his pay there. You know, his pay was something like 150 bucks a month at the time or whatever. Um, so, you know, try to imagine that sense of accomplishment, you know, coming back home, like to your family and presenting your dad with 
with this watch and having one for yourself and keeping it your entire life and knowing knowing about that experience knowing how hard you worked and there's incredible there's there's value in that and it has nothing to do with with the luxury nature uh of these these watches that has nothing to do with it i mean have some goals man (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean you you also got to understand these days we're very very product jaded you know what I mean? We're we're oversaturated with availability of products. You can go I can go on Amazon right now and buy Q tips and condoms. Right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't have the experience of going to T C V S and being way embarrassed. Even still to this day, being embarrassed as a grown man buying condoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I think that plays into it as well. I think when you're bombarded with all these things and people are just jaded in general to marketing, you know, that they don't allow themselves to have that authentic an experience because that actually almost happened to me with the i mean obviously it's not a faked watch but the blue lagoon samurai i originally was going to try and i think like find it online and then i tried sort of like buying it online through like a local store that i had around here and then at a certain point i was like you know dude i'm just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna call the sacred boutique down in miami not too far from here hit up joe kirk and just ask him what my options are and he's just like yeah we can get you the watch and everything like that and i thought that was it but I'll never forget the experience of going there. I spent three hours there just like drinking Japanese whiskey with Joe Kirk and like walking around the store and talking about watches. It was incredible. Like it was actually, and I wouldn't have gotten that experience if I shopped from the couch in my underwear. Yeah, man. And, 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 you know, we, so we've been talking about Rolex for a really long time and this is by no means unique to Rolex. I bring up the CWC watch that I wore for the wrist check and, you know, People fake that watch. That's Dude, horrible. So, it's, you would never think, right? So no. as as I was as I was waiting for this watch, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I'll buy a watch from a brand and and I romanticize about buying a bunch of other watches from that brand. So there's <laughs> there's a pretty cheap watch that CWC makes. It's a quartz field watch. I think they call it the G10. Um, it's sort of like a Smith's <clears throat> W10, but it's a time only field quartz watch. And I don't know, you can get it from CWC for like $300, but people fake them and put Miyota movements inside. Why? Why? Exactly. It's a CWC, man. And I, I was panicking the whole time, you know, when this thing, when this diver was shipping to me because I was like, oh my God, what if it has a Miyota in it? What if it's not real? (laughs) So yeah, the first thing, the first thing I did was open it up and look for the 2824. Wow. Um, you know, this, this happens with Seiko's people I'm looking at this. I'm looking at one of these popular websites right now. I'm an, I did not realize this many brands are on here. Bell and Ross, yeah. Long Pond, Bulgari, Concord, Corum, Frank Mueller, Gerard Perot, Glashute. Holy, holy hell box, dude. This isn't Nomos. Nomos is on here. Parmesan chicken. I don't know. I have no idea how to say that. Actual <laughs> right you know, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. Roger Dubois is on here. That's crazy. Listen, our den. Wow. Yeah, dude. They're faking everything. These motherfuckers are faking everything. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you this also. Talking about cases a second ago, um, I found a website that's selling incredible-looking fake tutors, Pelagos with actual titanium cases. You know how hard it is to machine titanium. Yeah, I mean, why don't you start a cool brand as a doctor? <laughs> I can't remember the last time I hopped on Kickstarter and saw a, a micro brand offering a titanium diver. 
do something cool with that. The last one I saw was the Hampton HP1. Uh, it's a brand out of the UK, I believe. Guy's name is Ross Davies, Ross Davis. <laughs> um, but that's the only one. That's the only one. Um, but here's the thing also. It says titanium, but as we know, they don't have to tell you the truth. It's not this because, you know what I mean? This one... What is it's made this out one of charcoal. It's, 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 it's made out of crushed up crayons, dude. You know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> it says here, it says here, Swiss Tutor 5612 automatic movement. Is that the actual reference number for the, for the Tutor caliber? Which one? Swiss Tutor 5612 automatic movement. That's what it says for the movement in here. I don't, I think their movement designators start with M. I'm not really fucker, sure. What is this then? Like, like, I like. How do I know I can try? Dude, the rotor says tutor on here. <laughs> the rotor on the watch says tutor. Like, it says Geneva, Switzerland on the movement. So I, I'm very hard pressed to think that this is a real movement. So maybe it's not real titanium as well. Like that. That's just that's just the big issue. So like, yeah, you you know you can make the argument that you're dumb for paying four thousand. And this is I just I saw I just want to take a step back. This is an incredible argument to making be making on a show called two rough wash knobs okay i mean you could you could say to someone like oh it's you know you're you're dumb for paying four thousand bucks for a wash like yeah you're also dumb for paying for something that someone lied to you about well you know no I mean? no look this is so this is another video that i found and this is in the bracket that we talk about you know okay. you know 665 how about 15 dollars you know i mean so this what? is making the <laughs> argument that you should spend 15 dollars for the fake instead of the 665 we talk about Seikos that are in the six hundred dollar range all the time. Yeah, not true. You know, uh, th this is this is happening across several price brackets. That's a good point. That's a that's a that's a, that's a, that's a good designation to make. You're totally right. You know, I I, I mean, wow. And it happens with Seiko. I mean, they call them Fakos, and there's uh, that's a oh, that's fantastic. That's a completely I, separate community that is also. I want a, I want thing. a Faco and a Folex collection. I want a collection <laughs> particularly focused obsessively on Fakos and Folexes. You would be a true orological academic, actually, <laughs> if you can. So imagine somebody at the level of, I don't know, John Goldberger, where he's this person is collecting and cataloging every fake from for every brand in the world wow. okay. <laughs> you could be that guy that <laughs> could be me man i'm looking at these fake who listen our dens i want to see i want to see if they have any freaks up here and how they like try and troubleshoot the particularly particular engineering of the, of the very cool freak i doubt it yeah i haven't uh, seen any on here right now yeah that'd be uh, something but yeah it's just it's just so weird how much I'm also just upset that like people are, I don't know. Shitty. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as if I needed as if I needed another reason to just, just feel horrible about uh you know my my particular species. But yeah, so many it's not just Rolex, you're totally right. Seikos and I mean obviously I guess you could sort of I shouldn't be too surprised about like quote unquote affordable watches being fakes, because there are plenty of fake Russian watches. There's, there's a differentiation in USSR watches between Franken, which is incredibly prevalent. It's prevalent as, as, as a herpes outbreak. And then there's also fakes. Um, for a period of time, China, or not, I, don't, I don't know if it was China specifically, but somewhere in Asia, uh, uh, late 80s and the 90s, they, make, they made fake Russian watch parts. I have no idea why. No <laughs> one knows why. There's, I can't imagine there's a, there a lot of dollars in that. But there's uh, <clears throat> fake um, Asian Vostoks, amphibias going around. 
the big one was um where the uh pole job 3133s differentiation yeah. between fakes and 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 franken you know what i mean um luckily you know the fakes weren't good there are very very clear indications of what a fake ussr watches but that's not the case for some of these like pieces that we're talking about you know yeah no it's in, tough in that watch finder um uk video I think he wraps it up by putting them both on a scale, you know, cause the, oh. traditionally that's a telltale sign. I mean, we, we, we'll, we've probably talked to our dads about it. Oh, you know, real Rolex, you feel the weight, you know, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that was enough for them back in the day before all this fakery, um, you know, but he puts them both on the scale and there's just a four gram difference between Jesus, the real one <laughs> and the fake one. That's that's how close they're getting, man. You think the you think the folks that are making the fakes are conscious of that? Like, okay, we have to be within a margin of error of yes. like 0.5 weight. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's this scary. this is getting this is getting as scientific as Swiss watchmaking. If I ever <laughs> if I ever buy like a like a watch that I know is normally faked like online, I'm gonna demand like like a DNA sample of the watch. Like, I don't know, like, like now I'm just paranoid. I can also, I would like to also segue, Michael. Um, I can, would you like me to buy you a $400 IWC pig pilot titanium black dial? Dude, how many Sweet. cool watches can you buy for 400 bucks? I mean, and we're not even talking about Hamilton. It doesn't have to oh, be a Seiko. Yeah. Um, but 400 bucks puts you in striking range of a lot of really fun micro brands. Also a lot of really ex excellent opportunities to have fun with your watch collection. You yeah. Know? Buy yourself some cool Timexes. They're they're coming out with nice watches now. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Timex. Swiss five two one one zero. What is that? Is that the movement? Small seconds. So weird. Also, here's the other thing. Isn't this illegal? Isn't this incredibly illegal? I you know I really don't. I you know I think it Says is. But Swiss how made. how do you enforce this? Kick down some doors and take some names. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. Get get John McClane on the case. He'll 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 knock it out. <laughs> he'll knock it out before Christmas starts with a hangover. All right. Ah, need me these no Die Hard movies in my life. I really want to make my wa my wife watch Die Hard. I've been trying for months, but she won't watch it. My my wife will absolutely not watch those movies. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So this this says it has. I'm looking at this IWC. Big pilot watch. All right, stay with me. The movement. Can you can you move your glasses down to the lowest the lowest portion of your nose, like like a dad? I can't read. <laughs> I have to like I have to arch my head up. <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this. It says the movement is Swiss IWC five two two one zero automatic movement. That's what it says. It's in this four hundred dollar IWC big pilot. I just googled it. That is an actual IWC caliber reference. Um, 36 joule, 28,800 BPH or VPH, whatever the hell it is. Uh, caliber 52,000 family launched 2015. That's what this. That's what it says is in this watch. Let me look for a picture of the movement because, ironically enough, this this fake watch website is really good about movement shots, which shows how like confident they are, right? Yeah, it shows just how confident they fucking are. Oh, hey, look at that. I take it back. No movement shots. They knew. They deleted the photo. <laughs> they knew you were coming. They knew. They, they, they're, 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 on, they're on their GA readout, and they see active users, and they see one in Florida. It's like, oh, it must be Kaz. We got to <laughs> take down all the movement shots. <laughs> Incredible, man.
it's funny because when you first talked, so when you first talked about this, my first inclination was awesome, dude. Like I can spend 400 bucks and get like a really cool looking, like my brain, I did, I, I did, I did the thing on my brain that I shouldn't have done. I said, homage. Like I did not understand, uh, this the is, level. This of, is of, beyond <laughs> homage. Yeah I, yeah. I did not understand the level of, of like douchebaggery. And it says it, it has the brand name on there. It says Swiss made. I would just feel hor I would feel fucking horrible if someone bought like a three or four thousand dollar watch or even a six hundred dollar watch. Because like I'm 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 poorer than piss right now. I'm poorer than Jesus right now, dude. Six hundred bucks is a lot of money to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If I paid six hundred donuts for a watch and it was like a fake, like I would be fucking cr I would I would never love again. I would never trust again. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I could totally imagine that. I mean, like, 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 I, I guess at the point where I would ask, has that ever happened to any of you guys listening to the show? Have you ever bought a watch? Um, it looked like a cat, smelled like a cat, wasn't a cat by the time you got it. You know what I mean? Like, has that ever happened to someone? Because if so, like, I'm so sorry. That's that's fucking horrible. You know? <sighs> I, to my <sighs> knowledge, it's never happened to me. I mean, how do you know? We don't know. <laughs> We're both gonna lose our minds. We're gonna hang up and pop the case backs off all our watches after this call. I just got my first Jackson tool. All these case backs are coming off, dude. All right. <laughs> it's like if, if if I couldn't use a butter knife to get a ca the case the case the case open, this Jackson tool is gonna do it now. Our wives come home to like a scene from the beautiful from Beautiful Mind. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. We're just writing writing on the walls and digging digging trackers out of our arms. You know what I mean? Uh, <sighs> telling you, man. So so interesting. What, what about the segment of folk? I've heard this argument. Um, you know, fake watch buster, that guy. Like, uh, you know, he, 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 he like, he'll call pretty, out, like, pretty celebrity. Pretty account, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll call out celebrities who are wearing overtly fake watches and things like that. The argument that I've heard for celebrities, not just, you know, other people wearing fake watches in public is that they'll buy the real thing, but, like, keep it in a safe or keep it, like, or, like, not wear it in public, but then they'll buy, like, a fake to still feel like you're wearing it in public without actually putting the authentic thing in danger how do you feel about that argument i, I, heard, I, a, I heard a sigh of exasperation exasperation i've never heard that you've never heard that okay if you're, that's okay, probably if you're just a collector that's prudent enough to store your patek philippe grand complication minute repeater in a safe and then go buy a fake one you're probably not the kind of person that's out rocking a fake i, I just good point right that's that that's actually a really good point so yeah that was just that's just what and, I heard. I, and if we're talking about you know rappers and celebrities, which many times are the people getting busted on that account, um, I just I also don't know if they're that type of collector to to keep the real one in the in the safe. Um, hmm. I've never heard of that actually. <laughs> yeah. If anyone else has heard that, let me know. If if it came to me in like a fucking like. Coyote induced vision quest. That's entirely possible too. You know, who, who knows where I heard that from? But that was the argument I heard. Like they don't want to put their, um, their bedazzled, not bedazzled, um, uh, their blinged out, <laughs> their bl blinged out investment. And in. can we bedazzle Rolexes? Can we like, can we start bedazzling Rolexes with like rhinestones? <laughs> well, let me ask you. There's, there's a, almost, <clears throat> a kind of charming culture surrounding fake rolexes in new york city right or was that more of an canal, 80s can, 80s 90s thing canal street dude now they're still there as far as i know so wasn't wasn't it i i feel I, I feel as if this is a 
this is a soccer mom joke or a dad joke. Oh yeah, I was in I was in Canal Street and I I brought you guys back you know fake Rolexes as a gag gift. Does that still happen? I mean I I don't, I don't know if it still happens, but I could totally see that. Well, the thing is, everyone everyone knows. Everyone involved yeah. in that situation knows the watches. I know I'm. It's not like buying. the Daytona that I saw with a dive bezel in Colombia. <laughs> oh my god. They knew. They wanted you to be prepared for every situation. Who knows if you get into an underwater drag race with a great right shark, man? You know what I mean? Who knows? You might just like it. Paul Newman. Just like Paul Newman. Paul Newman was in was was I believe Paul Newman was in Sharknado Four. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> he crawled out of the grave. He's, he's dead, right? Is he? Has he passed? Very. Okay. Yeah, he crawled out of the grave for, just for the specific purpose of starring in Sharknado Four. You know. Ah. <sighs> I do apologize if that was offensive. I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. I didn't know if he was. I thought, I thought, I thought Mario Andretti was dead, but here he is, and who think he's talking watching? <laughs> That's true. Like, like nothing's wrong. I had the same feeling when I saw that one go. Could have one hundred percent sworn that motherfucker was dead. But good, no, for he is. good for him. Good for him for being dude. alive. <laughs> yeah, man. Good for you for for converting oxygen into proper ATP cellular energy. Rock and roll, dude. Rock and roll, man. All right. Oh, my heart. But yeah, no, I, I, I think in New York with those situations, everyone knows it's not real. I know I'm not buying a real Rolex from a dude who rolled up in a van. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not... So I've, I feel like that's different than, like, a buying experience where you could look at two listings. Both of them are going to be for Rolexes. Or let's just say this IWC big... big uh, big, big. I almost said big propel off because we we're talking about propel earlier. <laughs> big, <laughs> big, big pilot just because it's in front of me. You can have two listings. One could be fake and one could be real. In the sphere of the internet, you hear about people buying real watches on the internet all the time. I've never in my life heard of someone buying a real watch from someone in like on the streets in New York. You know what I mean? So like, I that that fake Rolex experience that probably I could see. I could totally see that still happening. You know what I mean? But I'm just. But you, you brought up, I was just about to say this. I don't understand how this is so illegal and like it still persists. But to your point, what the fuck are they going to do? Who is they, right? Who is the governing body? I guess that's the first establishing question. Like, is Rolex going to hire a bunch of like hitmen to like find these places? You know, dude, this is this has gotten to the scale of I don't know mosquito control. Uh, this is you can't you can't surgically address this. You know. Yeah. What's so one of our options? Leaving it alone or taking them all out at once? <clears throat> I really don't know. I think there's nothing that can be done. I mean, dude, they're faking they're faking Land Rovers, man. They're faking cars. And we're not even yeah. into the car hobby. But how is that happening? If don't people... you need like serious machinery to build a car? Yeah. Maybe I've they never tried that. building a car. <laughs> I've never, I don't even understand how a car works. I just know I do things to it and it takes me where I want to go. That's my understanding of automobiles. <laughs> you know, I put gas in it sometimes and, and it, it does things. That's my understanding of cars. If my brother or dad heard this show and heard me say that, they would they would literally be <laughs> horrified. Serious car guys, huh? Oh my God, yeah. Oh my God. Dude. <sighs> Yes, my brother would try and like quiz me, like and like 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 okay, like hot shot, like what does this and this mean? It's like I don't know. I'm trying to watch fucking cartoons, dude. Like <laughs> I don't give a shit, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately, some of that stuff stuck, so I, I do know a little bit about cars. But um, but no, this is all just goes back to my point. Manufacturing practices um in other parts of the world are getting in other parts of the world where labor and and possibly potentially materials are very cheap. The quality is getting incredible. I'm not surprised they can fake cars. 
like that just doesn't surprise surprise me at all. If you can fake a watch, you can fake. If you if you, you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Sorry. If you can fake a watch, you can fake a car, you can fake anything, dude. You know, faking purses, faking all that shit. But I still think the sort of devil's advocate in my brain is just like you know, well, does the brand actually doing it like offered value? Blah blah blah. But I still can't help but think of the secondhand person. What if someone buys this watch after you and they think it's real because you, A, decided to not disclose it and decided to be a scumbag, or B, maybe, I mean, you know, God forbid, maybe, you you know, you passed on, you left your watch collection and a spouse had to, a spouse or loved one had to go and piece it out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a very extreme situation, but like, that's the kind of stuff you have to think about with some of these watches. You're going to leave, leave them with absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, well, it's this. It's just the thing, like, because some someone didn't know. They don't. They don't deserve to to pay for someone else's. Just I don't know. Douchebaggery. I did. You know, it's funny. I did not think I would be this like upset towards this end of the show. I thought it'd be like, ah, oh, Mike. I think you're overreacting. But well, no, because, dude, are fucking pitchforks, dude. Well, it, I'll get my pitchfork tonight. So I, I mean, it's it, it's hard, you know. <laughs> If you fake a, if you create a watch and you mod it and you fake it to the point where it's completely like unrecognizable or it, it's indistinguishable from the real thing, and you just kind of had that as a point of pride to your skill as a modder and to your craftsmanship, and you tell people, oh, this is a Seiko Five, I modded to look like a Ferrari or whatever people do, you know what I mean? Like that's different. That's that's I feel like akin to almost like the hot rod sort of ish community where it's the idea of the tinkering and the journey and the upkeep and everything yeah. like that. But yeah. if you fake a watch to the point where you try and pass it off or you try and like fuck with people, you try and fuck with brand reps or or, 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 or folks working in boutiques, that's fucked up. Hang drawn and quartered as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> taking it back to you, taking it back to medieval England. <sighs> you know what I mean? But they didn't fuck around. No. Right? Yeah. You were you you were you were you were innocent until proven decapitated. That's how it works. <laughs> anyway, that might have been friends. I'm not too sure. I have to I have to look. <laughs> to ah, the check. good old days. <laughs> the good old days where I was a moor. I love it. <laughs> what manner of man are you? Scottish, Irish, Moorish. Robin Hood. It's a thieves joke. Oh man. I don't know if anyone else remembers that movie. <laughs> Dude, I watched I watched that movie a lot. And I was really? way, I was way too young to be watching that movie. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I think that's the case for a lot of movies we saw as kids. Yeah, I, I, I as a child was allowed to watch Married with Children and The Simpsons. I'm sure that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hearing that? I'm sure that explains a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, Those are both incredible shows. But yeah, man, it's I, I, I would love, I would just, just because I'm, I'm looking at the time. I would love to hear from you guys. If you've been on the bad end of one of these deals, if you bought something that that looked real and you know looked like cats, smelled like cats, did wasn't cat, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I got that joke from somewhere. If it, if someone knows where I got that joke from, <laughs> it looked like cat, smells like cat, did not real cat. Like if someone knows where I got that from, or if I once again Peyote Vision quested it, you know that's fine. Just let me know as well. But if you've been on the bad end of of this really like deceptive bullshit, like. Right in. Let us know your experience. Like you know, I mean, and, and obviously you know, just email us. And you know, just really interested to hear someone's perspective because I just I can't imagine what it would feel like to have that feeling, that heart sinking feeling of you know paying money for a watch, having it taking it to go have it serviced, and someone saying, "Oh, I just want you to know this. We don't we won't service this because it's not real." You know what I mean? Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. That's gotta be that's gotta be fucking horrible. So. 
if you are also into watch modding and you've encountered some folk who do this or if you have like knowledge about people who mod watches to look super super real always appreciate other folks insight as well because i think the conversation did end up being perspective wise one-sided I, I i think i made a couple pitchforks pitchfork references which is fine you know mm -hmm. this is this is this is that's just that it's just those kinds of family show so it's fine if you have a different perspective always super super happy just to just to hear from people just because i i love how much i learn from you guys like listening to the show like i don't like I, I, it sounds weird but we've gotten so much more from you guys than you've gotten from my in my opinion i've grown, <laughs> I, Thanks, I've grown i've grown so much just because just from interacting with everyone that listens to the show and just it's yeah. just just uh you know love loves the show enough to write in and say things or even if you have to say bad things i i'm i you know i'm always appreciative of people passionate enough to let us know what's up so yeah um we're looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this on this week's topic high quality fakes deceptive fakes like they say swiss made i don't even give a shit about that swiss made thing but if i didn't know anything about watches and said swiss made like that could that could make the difference for someone in the research process you know uh, making a purchase or god god it's so heavy or, or what if dude what if what if i read what if i read an uh, an article on <clears throat> two broke watch knobs about affordable military watches that i can get into and i wrote some i wrote something about how you can get a cwc g10 for 200 bucks and somebody right. finds one on ebay for one one something and it ends up being one of these fake ones with a miyota yeah this wow. this is That'd be horrible. this this affects like you know several different brackets of collectors yeah it's just so weird I'm also just I'm also still just completely just confounded. I'm on this website right now. I I I'll, I'll, I'll share you probably have the website. Right? I'll share it with you afterwards. It they go through incredible efforts to make these movements look like the actual like branded in-house movements of some of these like well I mean like I I, I highly doubt they're getting their hands on them at 400 bucks. Yeah, they're, you know what they're I mean? faking they're faking ETAs, man. That's got to be so much work. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why don't you just go into honest business, like know, <laughs> sell sell watermelons or just something that'll help people, man? You know, fucking heavy, dude. Right now, it's really hot. Watermelon <sighs> does sound good. I just had, I, I I just had a bunch of kidney beans for dinner. That was my dinner. Um, I'm still hungry. It's a good dinner. Uh, on paper, on paper. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the wow. They even have like the proper Geneve stripes on some of these Panerai movements. These fake. Well, but Panerai is a, 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 a particular segment just because these things are modified Eddas, which these guys can just get their hands on and, you know, <clears throat> decorate pretty easily. But, wow, Officine, Officine Panerai. Look at that. Officine. Officine. Look at that, dude. Incredible. We're looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on this week's show. Um, <clears throat> also, just to recap, um, very, very happy to see Michael wearing the CWC Tritium dial for the wrist check. I am absolutely in love with my Vostok Cadet that I was gifted by one of you uh, listeners. Really, really appreciative. Uh, I believe they asked. To, I believe they asked to remain anonymous, so I could totally be wrong. If that's the case, let me know, and I'll give you a shout out later. Um, also, uh, go and check out the site. Look for this Mito write up I did. Mito. Mm, trust the Mito touch. Sorry, <laughs> this Mito write up I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just good branding right there. There, there you go, Midas. Yep. Um, also, really, really good point. Big point of focus for me on the website right now is working to get this Soviet watch eBay listing roundup uh, segment started. Um, there were some 
technical issues on my end because uh, these photos are from eBay, but the, I was trying to talk about it, but the, 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 the difficulty with getting photos on these pages is that I don't own these photos. I had to figure out a way of getting these photos to display on our site while still giving technical developmental quote unquote credit to eBay, but still having it responsive. So it'll look scalable on your phone, on your desktop, um, all those different screen sizes. And so that was like the big, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not like a developer by any means. So that was a pretty big technical hurdle for me. So I was happy I was able to, uh, you know, make that happen and looking forward to doing these listings, uh, roundups, the listing roundups, you know, consistent basis and so just to recap this one this first uh, um, eBay listing roundup has a Kurowski crab really cool watch I'm, I'm hopefully one day I can find a good example of one in the style that I want Vostok commander sees a Kaz and a an inc incredibly fake forget a big zero <laughs> like just bad like I think um I think I made mention of this in the write-up for the watch I think it's one of the notorious printed big zero dials where um it's exactly what it sounds like I think they just print it off a printer you can you can you can tell it's bad yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about fakes <laughs> inkjet brah but um yeah looking forward to hearing from everyone you can reach us um by email at tbws.contact at gmail.com again the email is tbws.contact at gmail.com or you can comment on the website for the show notes for this episode tubewatchnops.com also hit us up on instagram also, check out the Facebook group. Um, if you have any issues finding the Facebook group, just email me and I'll send you the link. Um, also, I'm just making a point of habit of just saying this sometimes. If we if we made you laugh, if you enjoyed the show at all, if you really, really want to support the Two Broke Watch Ops, please consider going and checking out our Patreon page where we kind of talk about how we want the show to grow, how we um, will like how we would use, you know, um, like donations and support from people. Cause I think, yeah, through through Patreon you can donate to the show. Um, but the thing is, you can go to the Patreon page. Don't even don't even care about donating because there are more podcast episodes there. We have our sister segment, uh, Two Book Watch Times Patreon special. They are up there as well. We are four episodes in on that. Yeah, we do two podcasts. Got to do more. We got to do more. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, yeah, we really really cool to get you guys' opinion. Checking out the Patreon page. Checking out the Patreon specials. If you have any questions, also, if you're considering donating on Patreon, but you have questions about um, how certain funding will be used that maybe not be that might not be answered on that page, please feel free to reach out. Happy to just kind of you know uh, elucidate elucidate and lend clarity to any questions or points that folks have. And just to just to point out, we wouldn't be able to do the majority of our watch giveaways without the Patreon support. But here's the big one: we wouldn't be going to the Hong Kong Watch and Clock Fair without the Patreon support, right? I mean, that's just I don't think it'd be possible without Patreon. Nope. <clears throat> that's 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 huge. We're going there for you guys because as far as I'm concerned, that's what you paid for. That's what you come here for is just to see us and just, you know, experience the watch world with us. You know, it's, it's a group learning experience. We're really looking forward to being in Hong Kong, covering the watch fair. Also, just kind of trying to get in touch with the watch scene there. Also, just sharing our experiences traveling. I, 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 Michael, I will bet you... $15 USD that I get traveler's diarrhea before you. Okay. 15. All right. $15. I'm going to get it on the plane from the peanuts, dude, before we touch down. <laughs> All right. Old faithful. All right. Ugh, Sorry. Okay. Watch podcast. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Did, did, did I miss anything for the recap? 
a good show good passionate show and i'm excited to hear from everyone yeah here let's uh i want to do it but i'll let you start the sign off thanks for listening everyone my name is mike this is kaz see you space cowboy we'll be right back.